What's up, everybody? Welcome to Second Draft. This is the podcast where we take a movie or a TV show, sometimes a video game that didn't quite hit the mark, and see if we can give it a little punch up. That's some industry slang for you. Uh, my name is Isaiah, and I'm joined by my buddy Ben. Say hey, Ben. Here we go again. Here we go. Can you do a Mario? What's your best Mario? Uh, it's a me. Here we go. <laughs> Wait. Oh God. I don't. I just blinked. I just blinked. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. How's that? That was pretty good. Okay, thank you. Yeah. What oh, about that like uh, that piece for real? What about like shut the fuck up, Luigi? Yeah. It's my job. Just oh my god, Luigi, just shut the fuck up. Like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel that. I feel like Mario's a really angry like like fucking Luigi just Fuck you, all right? Anyway. All right, so we're not talking about Mario. I don't know why we're doing this. Uh, today, we were talking about the Pixar movie, Incredibles 2, sequel to the amazing Incredibles 1, or just the Incredibles. Ooh, yeah. um, it came like out it's, like... It's almost impossible to not always accidentally have like a pun saying, it's incredible. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's really good. It's amazing. It's spectacular. It's phenomenal. It's incredible. All right. Um, so this sequel came out like, what, like eight years or something after the original came out? Because original more, came, more. More than, I think a decade. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. It's so weird to think of because it obviously did well for them. Yeah. So it's, you know, I wonder what the thought behind of waiting so long for the sequel was. Um, Pixar was, I guess, too busy making good original movies, and they're like, ah, that's too tough. Let's just... What, good original get, movies, uh, like three Cars movies? Oh, well, sometimes there's the black shield. I'm talking about, like, Wally, like, Ratatouille. Okay. Like, during All the right. golden era of Pixar. Oh, my God. Are you are you one of those that are, like, Pixar's yeah. done? We're, we're out? We, they well, peak? I mean, if anyone's if anyone from Pixar is listening, then no. They're the greatest. <laughs> at the top of their form. They can do no wrong. I don't know. I what is the last, I mean, I loved Inside Out and Soul was like that hit me deep. Yeah. Uh yeah, I feel like they're still killing it. Okay. It's damn. A, all right. He's giving me a weird ass face right now, y'all. This is an audio. He gave only. me like the like he's sucking a lemon face. Don't the puckered expose lips. my facial expression. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get into it. Um, so first I'm gonna do a quick recap, so spoiler alert, but not really, because I've really skimmed over the plot for this one. And then uh, we will start the timer. We'll have an hour to rewrite this bitch. And uh, yeah, we'll get into it. Here we go. Spoiler alert again. All right. So directly after the the events of the first movie, the Incredibles spring into action to stop a supervillain, but fail to stop any significant damage. During this, Frozone is approached by a tech billionaire, Winston, who wants to bring supers back by using Elastigirl to gain popular sentiment. Mr. Incredible stays home to take care of the kids, which which proves more difficult than he thought, while Elastigirl spars with the Screenslaver. Eventually, Evelyn, Winston's sister, is revealed to be is revealed to be the actual Screenslaver. She resents the way people have become reliant on supers and wants to ban them for good. The Incredibles work together with other random supers to stop her. End of movie. Like I said, real skimmed. Like, it's... But, uh... Cool. I'm about to start the timer. We got one hour starting right about now. Okay, so you don't like this movie. I don't like this movie, but I, I will say that mm. I, I, what I do like, uh-huh. I like some of the the uh, the skeleton of it. That 
It's now uh, Mrs. Incredibles, Time to Shine. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's more nuanced in like the society and policy. I like that. Okay. Um, so it has a really good s- skeleton. All right. What do you not like though? Oh God! How much? We only got an hour. Yeah. Oh God. Damn, that's crazy. Like this is not a bad movie in my opinion oh, by dude. any means. I was like not even sure we should do this one. So. The only reason we're doing it is because you were like, oh, I that movie sucks. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's so, like, so the first thing is like, yeah. is the family. Like, in the first okay. one, there was so much humor injected because they were doing like this cool superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, but they took the time to be like, what are you crazy? You know, and that was kind of humorous. But now they just, even after their big kind of um, emotional catharsis at the end of the first one. Mm-hmm. Now they're still like, why are you crying? yelling all the time. I'm like, oh, they're just actually dysfunctional. It's wait, wait, just wait. like a vehicle to kind of bring some lighter tone in the first one. They're actually like kind of dysfunctional. What, what do you mean yelling? I'm confused. In the throughout both movies, they're just constantly yelling at each other, the family. Oh, like you're saying like the way the family, family, ar- family argues is messed yeah. up. Oh, but, okay. Like, uh, right, interesting. Especially towards like the last couple scenes mm-hmm. with Mrs. Incredible, it's like I can't just go. I miss Jack Jack's thing. You're like, why are you yelling? <laughs> okay, it's like relax. <laughs> That's not okay. That is not what I thought you would be upset about. All right. Well, it's just like it was just way too much. It, okay, interesting. It, like too much yelling for yelling's sake in my opinion is wow what? that i mean that's just not what i thought you'd zero in on i guess that, all right keep going that and then the kind of not political but like quote-unquote political rants that mm. i mentioned between mrs incredible and the sister what was this evelyn evelyn yeah like i think pretty sure it's evelyn they I'm pretty have sure it's evelyn. just like these talks of like yeah First, it was Incredibles 1. Now they were like, we're just going to talk about what do people want to buy? They'll just they'll buy what you're selling. <laughs> it's about the image. You're like, what the fuck? Well, Who I, wrote this? Give, it's I, like his Brad Bird's like, college like, wow. came in. And okay. just like, I'm just going to scroll I in think we can thing. talk about... All right. There's, so we can talk about that. Is there anything else you want to talk about before I start talking? It's, uh, those are my two bending things, but yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you, all right. So do you not like that scene or do you feel like that's like a mood that's in the whole movie? That I you feel don't like, like it's a mood throughout the whole. Okay. Movie. Okay. So let's see. All right. I'll start off with the stuff that I don't like, and then we can get into like how we're going to change stuff. Um, because not necessarily to defend the movie, but I kind of want to explain like my thought process about at least the second part. I don't the yelling. I don't, I don't know. I have any yeah. response to that. Cause I didn't know that bothered you so much. Um, so I think the, one of the biggest things for me in this movie is Mr. Incredible. Um, I like the idea cause the Incredibles, it's a really interesting movie. It's basically like a subversion of the superhero genre. You know yeah. what I mean? And they do that in a couple of ways. One of the most interesting being is they take the superhero genre and sort of package it into a spy thriller, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's it's a, you know, a kind of a different way of doing superheroes in general. But then it's also like the character arc of the main character, Mr. Incredible, in that movie is like it's it's a midlife crisis. You know, like I especially love like I think we talked about this when you were watching the first one the other day. 
I can't remember. But there's this there's a scene where Mrs. Incredible thinks he might be cheating on her, and they, yeah. like she like walks up and she's like, "I love you so much," and he has no idea that's what she's thinking. So he's like, uh, "Yeah, I love you too," and then he just leaves. Yeah. Uh, so all that kind of stuff to me is really funny because it's like not normal superhero stuff. It's not yeah. Marvel stuff. It's like, oh, these people are having a literal midlife crisis and like marital issues and all that, but they're also super powered. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and they made Elastigirl more the main the protagonist in this movie which is totally fine but they gave mr incredible a b plot and i feel like it doesn't really have much of a resolution yeah they it's, nerfed him pretty hard not well <laughs> well that's one thing but i don't like i don't know the whole resolution with him learning how to take care of his family i feel like there's no actual catharsis there it kind of just sort yeah. of happens it like uh, i can see that. it just kind of like clicks and then all of a sudden he's like all right, and we're good. And Jack Jack's powers, we can figure them out, and da da da. And then the second he figures it out, it's off to go join the main plot. You know what I mean? You know what? Just mm-hmm. kind of jumping ahead real quick. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you're you're totally right. Um, Mr. Incredible's freaking out about trying to uh, juggle all of the these uh, family life. Yeah. Stay at home dad. Like, maybe it should have factored into, like, the final battle or something where he is good at it. So now he's able to, like, juggle, like, you go get that. You go do this. You go blah, blah, blah. And I'm... That's interesting. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What, maybe yeah you're, hold on. You're getting ahead of yourself. I'm getting a lot you, You're getting ahead of yourself. That's the solution part. We're still yeah. talking about problems. Um, I definitely like what you're going there, but I just want to yeah. uh, make sure that... So, basically, my all I'm saying with all that is that I feel like we need a good emotional arc for Mr. Incredible. And I think it needs to be tied in with like his jealousy of his wife going out and doing the superhero stuff. Yeah. Um, whatever that looks like, obviously that whole idea of like bring it into the finale and him understanding his kids better. I think that's definitely a good way to show. Don't tell that, you know what I'm saying? But I, I want to figure out more concretely, like what exactly is his problem not not his problem, but like why is he having trouble with his family, and what about his character is gonna change because of how he learns to deal with them? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Elastigirl is more like she doesn't necessarily have a character arc in the sense of she's she's like the hero, you yeah. know. She it's not like she's like was flawed and then comes out the other side, you know, proper or whatever you want to call. It. What do you call it? Flawed character comes out the other side as a deflawed. What do you call that? Why am I being an idiot right now? Perfect? No, not perfect. It's like changed. Whatever, changed. But it's more of like, you know, she's like a character like that's like, you know, is like a good person struggling against an imperfect world type of thing. Yeah. Um, we could talk about like maybe she needs a little bit more in her arc about letting go and letting the husband take care of the house. Um those are my biggest things. And I had a couple of things I wanted to just sort of talk about that I thought were kind of interesting and maybe like, I don't know, maybe need to be changed. But that's, that's honestly the biggest problem for me in this movie. I'm like trying to think, but pretty much everything else I'm down for. I kind of, um, I'm not, I don't have a uh, solution off the top of my head, uh-huh. but I would want somehow to change the villain. You don't like the villain. Oh, well, I want to talk. Okay. There was one weird thing. I guess let's just get into it. Um, What should we talk about first? Um, Do you 
do you want to do the easy part, quote unquote, mm. uh, and do like Mr. Incredible, like how he? I would figure that'd be the hard part. That'd be the hard part. Okay, let's start. That's my biggest problem with, and I feel like that's the greatest flaw with the plot in this movie. Yeah. And then everything else, I feel like, can sort of be built around that. Maybe you know what I'm feeling. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, gotcha. Um. All right. Well, hold on. First, let's let's address your issues with the movie. And I I I think I'm gonna come to bat to this movie a little bit. So you don't like the villain. You don't like the whole Evelyn like thematic stuff that's going through it, right? Yeah. So. What I got from the movie, from the sequel, was that they were saying, like, we've had Mr. Incredible go through the midlife crisis arc, you know. Um, And you could say that The Incredibles kind of has, like, some... What is it called? What's that that terrible woman? What's her name? Bioshock. You know what I'm talking about? It's like philosophy, but it's for... It's like jerk philosophy objectivism thank you oh god (laughs) basically you could say like the first movie was like had a lot of objectivist themes because mr incredible's like pain so whatever you want to call it is based around the idea that he is a talented special person but society doesn't want him to be special or talented they want to you know like you know at one point they're like everybody's special oh which means nobody is you know type type of thing um, so I feel like they kind of got the personal stuff out of the way in the first movie. So in the second movie, they were trying to go more broadly thematic, not character yeah. arcs, but more of like. So I think the point of the conversations and of the villain is to talk about like superheroes as how they relate to us. Does that make sense? How do how like why? Why are people obsessed with the supervillain? I mean, not super. Why are people obsessed with superheroes? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Like that type of stuff. So I think that's where all of the the weird political stuff is coming from. Does that make sense? I can give I can give you some examples. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what I'm so Screenslaver's whole thing is about how like our oh, society isn't da 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 da. You know, like we're all we don't like. He's his whole thing is about mediated images or her thing, I guess. It's about like people don't live their real authentic lives. All they do is just consume things through, you know, screens. M- yeah, so, through screens, yeah. and in this case, is like the physical embodiment of that. But it's the idea of like. Like and it's an that's another popular I don't know popular that's another philosopher philosophy idea, another oh fuck I am all over the place tonight. When um, the idea of mediated images being like, you know, people nowadays, social media, TV, all this kind of stuff, we have more relationships with images that aren't real because they're all mediated through the lens of TV, of social media, of whatever than we do with actual real relationships and real meaning of the world. Does that make sense? I I like that. Okay. That's, that's a great message. Mm-hmm. It, I just, and it, it does seem like that's uh, part of what they were going for, but right. so I, I think like it was that, really poorly executed. Well, I think the idea is that superheroes are part of that, yeah. of that like mediated image type thing. Like superheroes sort of give us an excuse to not interact with the real world in 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 a certain way if 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 we hold on to the idea that there are some people out there who are just better than us 
and we'll fix all the problems. I think that's sort of, I think that was the idea they were trying to relate. I don't know yeah. if those, I, th- I feel like they're kind of sort of separate ideas, but I do get what they were going for. Yeah, there was a, uh, you know what I mean? At, at, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, we already it, said spoilers. Yeah. I, I don't care about all y'all if you're upset now. When, uh, towards the end of the movie where uh-huh. Evelyn has Mrs. Incredible in like the freeze chamber, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. mentions that where she's like, you don't even know me. Why do you trust me? Right. Why do you even know Winston? So it was like that one line is basically kind of along those lines. Right, right. Okay, and I, in, a, in a weird way, it's like the first movie was in some ways pro-objectivist in, the terms of like, in terms of like Mr. Incredible is a special, talented person that society is keeping down because our quote-unquote bad society wants everybody to be the same and equal, which isn't good. But then in a weird way, Evelyn is also an objectivist because she's like, we, uh, you know, everybody has to, you know, I don't trust anybody. I don't want superheroes to come and save me. I got to do my own thing type of thing. And I think that's also part of, well, she might be wanting to like stamp them down. Right. Yeah. But in, not in the sense of like, everybody should be the same, but just more in the sense of like you superheroes, like she says, superheroes make us weak type of thing. Yeah. Um, Cause the idea is like, if you, if you're reliant on special people to, to make the world better then you know, you're depowering your own self yeah. or word. Um, God, what was my point in all this? I just kind of sort of went off a bit, didn't I? Um, and then I think, I feel like the, um, the conversation they have at the, like the mixer for superheroes, yeah. I think that's kind of sort of the same thing, but I feel like that's a little bit, maybe more gender politics type stuff. Mm. They even say that at the beginning that could like miss Elastigirl is like, Oh, it's a man's world and all that. kind. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that I think, I don't know, maybe it is a little, you know, now that now I think it over a little bit, it still kind of works, but maybe there is a certain amount of like maybe getting a little too political in our, our Pixar yeah. animated movie. I don't know. Um, anyway, well, I think I need a better adjective because it's not like political. Uh huh. But it's it's. I think you said preachy before. Yeah, it's preachy. It's ranty. Um, mm. It's yeah. It's it's yeah. It's rant. I think. Ranty. Well, okay. All that stuff. All that very intelligent sounding. You know, I clearly went to to college type shit that I just spouted out. I think what is important is that if that is there, then it. Ne- I think we need to build more solid relationships to the characters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. In a certain sense, I feel like maybe all of that sh- stuff should be things that make Elastigirl doubt what she's doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I feel like, l- like okay. I mentioned, like I, I like the skeleton, right? Like how they're going in, uh, they're trying to talk about policy and mm-hmm. yada, yada yada and and politics. I like all that. Um, it just seemed very surface level. Um, they didn't fully go into it. It it sounds like super harsh, but to be frank, it sounds like it was written by someone who almost doesn't fully understand this. Like if someone who well, includes like, um, I it might just be me not explaining it well though. Oh, I mean when I when I watch the movie and they're oh, talking okay, about okay. like, uh, when someone if you go to the party and someone talks to you is like, people don't want the truth; they just want to. 
uh, buy what you're selling them. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. I just roll my eyes. You're kind of killing the mood. Yeah, but it's like, I, you're I, all I, a super intelligent, <laughs> big brain over here. Well, I think part of that is to sell Evelyn's uh, cynicism Yeah. Um, in that conversation. Um, but I think, I don't know. But they didn't attach it to... to it, it didn't feel like that she was directly attached to superheroes. It right. seemed like a nebulous sort of rant about yeah. people. Okay, and you're like, yeah, what? no, I, I, I get, I get that. I feel like, again, I feel like that that kind of stuff is connected to Evelyn's motivation. Yeah, but we probably what would help would be to connect it to Elastigirl's doubt. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that's the direction we want to go, but maybe if it's like Evelyn is doing all the stuff to bring supers back, but she's like, like not sure if she should be doing it. Yeah. Um, she, she is that way at the beginning, but she gets over it pretty quick after the train thing. After that, it kind of, she, she kind of just seems like, all right, now I'm dealing with screen slaver and all of these like questions about whether I should or should not be doing this is kind of, are kind of eschewed. She, see, she you know sees the girl with the sign. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny to me. <laughs> That's just like who gave her that? <laughs> or are you implying that the little girl was like, "All right, well, last girl, you you ain't doing enough," and just wrote that sign and was like, "Hey, look at the," you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. For some reason, that uh, whenever I see that scene, is is so funny to me. Um. Anyway, so let's let's talk about Elastigirl. So maybe we do need a little bit more of a character art for Elast uh, Elastigirl. Maybe that yeah. will help ground some of the loftier ideas that you're talking about yeah. that you don't like. So good. Actually, sorry to interject. You no, know go what for it. might be a really good character arc for her uh -huh. is like she spent these past two movies about like we gotta um kind of keep secret. Yeah. And then now this movie's more um trying to delve into like superhero um policy maybe towards the end she becomes like a champion of like superheroes and i don't know wanting to come right. out as an advocate i guess so the problem there is then we we still need to get her out and doing superhero stuff yeah, yeah. so how she can't like she can't really end as an advocate she has to start as an advocate otherwise she's out there like you know, she wouldn't want to be out there doing superhero stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I mean, they do kind of have a conversation at the beginning where she is not into the idea. And Mr. Incredible kind of convince, convinces her that it's the right move. You know what I mean? Because mm. he's yeah. like, I want to be out there, but they want you. So maybe that is kind of part of it. But I, I don't know, like... I feel like she needs to at least she needs to be if she if she isn't an advocate throughout the movie, then it doesn't make sense for her to be doing what she's doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I get I mean, I feel like just in general, I don't know, maybe just it doesn't necessarily need to be that she's changed, but more maybe she's like doubting her convictions like, you know. She's At the beginning of the movie, she's caring about her family. Yeah. Making sure that they don't go to jail. Um, and I guess, like, maybe by the end of it, she, she needs to be convinced that it not only is this a way to make sure that her kids can, you know, live lives that they want to, 
but also that superheroes are important. Yeah. And are necessary. I don't know if that makes sense, though. You know what I mean? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna throw something on the the wall, see if it sticks. What if at the end they like Mm -hmm. unmask themselves? They're like, "Hey, this is us. We deserve to be heard, and we believe we can be like an asset to the people, and we promise we're allies." Blah blah. Hmm. Okay. And if you don't accept us, we're gonna fucking raid fire. I literally shoot lightning. Like, that was a pretty. I he was like, I'm <laughs> eating thunder and crappy lightning. I was like, that's so weird. Mister Incredible has some real dad vibes. Like in the in the first movie, he was he seemed like a normal dude, but he's he has, he says some real dad shit in this movie, and I find it hilarious. Um, why would they unmask themselves? Is that like I don't part know, I just of threw something at the mm. wall? No, I mean like no, I I'm not I'm not like questioning. I'm like let's let's talk about it. Oh. So what is what is what would unmask yeah what is the point of that like is somehow secret identities the reason superheroes are dangerous cuz that yeah because i mean the implication throughout all the incredible stuff is that like superheroes are are expensive you know they yeah. jump around stuff explodes they punch through walls and the better solution is just to you know use the normal machinations of society to deal with problems like these yeah um so I don't really see how that is connected to their identities as much. What, I think, mm. I'm thinking more of like, um, even though Alaska Elastigirl is uh, doing this hero work mm-hmm. uh, for Winston, it's it's still somewhat kind of under wraps. Like they did say it's still like illegal, and you know right. they're trying to change the policy and everything. Um, but towards Towards the end, I'm thinking if it's more outspoken of like, hey, we want to be back. Right. We can, we can be good. Um, hmm. Like, I think even though Elastigirl is participating, it doesn't mean that she's fully on board or she's fully willing to. Uh, like, for instance, if sure, she'll go on these missions secretly. Mm-hmm. But if they were to ask her, hey, can you stand, put, stand in front of a podium and announce yeah in front of a televised audience you probably let me, let me just throw this out there yeah i think what we need to do is m- give mrs incredible a good character reason to answer to disagree with evelyn basically to disagree yeah. with screen slaver yeah. screen slaver is saying superheroes make us weak and mrs incredible obvi- like you know we don't need to have a line where she literally says no superheroes whatever she, but she just like decks the shit <laughs> yeah call that week. but we like what is it ca- that mrs incredible i always say, i always say that and I, even though i know that's not her name that's fucked up Elastigirl. i'm yeah elastigirl i'm sorry yeah. y'all it's just so much simpler in my brain i got monkey brain anyway what is something that elastigirl like what is the truth that elastigirl comes to when evelyn says superheroes make us weak hmm why what is something that that miss that elastigirl can say to her that's interesting that is like no superheroes are good for this reason what do superheroes do for us because you know what i mean if we break it down evelyn is just like Mm anti-superhero and elastigirl technically isn't fully pro superhero so i think she is but the way she talks about it at the beginning when they're eating Chinese food yeah. is just basically like, 
it doesn't matter how we feel about it. The law says we can't, so we can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think, like, let, we don't even have to come up with something good. What's something generic? What's the fucking... The most generic superhero thing is superheroes are symbols of hope. So that's an example of, like, superheroes make us weak. And Mrs. Incredible can say, no, superheroes give us hope type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, maybe that can be related somehow to the, the like, the C-list superheroes that come in halfway yeah. through. Like, you know, superheroes inspire us, inspire us to be better. I I mean, the in that way, the, the Dark Knight and the Spider-Man 2 way of doing that is, like, to have normal people yeah. help out the superheroes when there's a crisis. I think that's a good... Um... It's a little cliched at this yeah. point, though. Is that you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Dark Knight is like, oh, there, there won't be any explosions, Joker. They <laughs> won't, they won't pull the train. And then Spider Man Two is like all the people carrying him yeah. uh, after he stops the train. Uh, oh, do you, do we need like a quote unquote boat scene or a train scene? In here well, okay. Like the, the people? Real quick, this isn't necessarily a dig on the the movie, but let's talk about this real quick. This whole every. Sounds like a dig. It's not a dig. It's just like I, wa- I we watched it yesterday, and I was like, "What the hell? I can't believe I never noticed this." Every big action sequence in this movie is runaway thing. We must stop it. Uh, the first one is a giant drill that they need to stop from hitting the the Capitol building. Yeah. Then it's a train that she stops. Then it's a bunch of helicopters with an ambassador in it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you say she doesn't stop that. But then at the end, it's a boat, that the, a runaway boat that they have to stop. It happens four times. Sounds like a dig to me. I don't know. It's not a dig. <laughs> I'm just like, were they They just really like this idea? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I just, we were watching yesterday. I was just like, what the? Like, I don't know why this never occurred to me. But it's like four, at the very least three, if not four runaway vehicles that need to be stopped to to so stuff doesn't blow up you know what i mean you could say at least at the at least for the la- the first one the last one it kind of brings everything full circle of yeah. like oh we didn't do it right the first time with the drill but we do it right the second time you know what's so funny this, you know what i mean but but then the, there's the train and then the helicopter goes on i was like were they just really into this idea what you know what i mean there's this is uh interesting when you, when yeah. you bring up uh, a lot of your issues with this movie uh-huh. um it makes me like some of these i don't even like didn't fully even register my brain right and either i'm dumb or i'm just fully checked out whenever i watch it i'm like <laughs> i don't even care i'm not even thinking about it i don't Which think it's bad. a little bit of a little i don't think it's bad necessarily it's just like it was just to me it was it was so weird i was just like what like i understand doing it at the beginning of the and the end but it happens two more times like i think it's, you know what i mean I don't want to say easy because nothing's easy, but yeah. maybe it's it, it was just like a, a quick way to inject some action, like running, like that's that's it's basically yeah no 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 it, yeah. that, that that's what I'm saying though it's yeah. like the, all of their action set pieces are stop runaway vehicle, which I find odd and I don't understand what happened there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, none of them are bad. Like, especially the runaway train scene with her oh, on, on the motorcycle. Scene. Yeah, that's a badass scene. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like... Because I guess the biggest thing is they wanted to get away from, like, big robot we fight in the third act. Yeah. Which I get that. But... I don't know. Maybe that's not fair. Because everything up leading up to the boat is, like, a bunch of fights with a bunch of different super people. 
So maybe it's, oh, that was a great scene. Yeah, maybe it's not fair to say that. But, but those are the big moments. Every, it happens. The, the it more, happens a lot. The Let's more just say interesting that. moments are considered the low action, quote unquote. Yeah, they're not the climax. The big set. Right, right, right. Okay, whatever. That was that wasn't even a dig, really. It was just like I just noticed it and I was like, "That's crazy." But anyway, um, okay, back to Mrs. Incredible. Can, Elastigirl, uh, Jesus, fuck, bro. <laughs> I don't know why. They're the Incredibles, all right. <laughs> or at the end of the movie, I was she's like, like her uh, change, her arc would resolve by saying, "I'm Elastic Woman now." <laughs> no, that sucks more than hope. Yeah. That's that's a ter- that's such a cliche. Um, all right, just real quick, I'm fine with the whole hope thing, but I want to think: is there a way that we can make better that something different than hope? You know what I mean? Something that's more specific to superheroes make us weak. There is a uh, maybe we can use the general average Joe helping the superheroes. Uh, as part of that, like Evelyn says, superheroes make us weak, and then the big climax, um, somehow, the g- general population helps. You know, they 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 fucking help in some way, right? And then so, Elastigirl will be like, clearly it doesn't. They don't because yeah. you know the people are saying like, we're doing this for you, supers. We're doing this together. If you mess with Spider-Man, you yeah, mess with all right, of us. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I want to think of something more interesting. Because I do think this movie has a lot of interesting themes that it's trying to touch on. The stuff yeah. that you didn't like. I, um, no, I mean, no, no, I'll say it again. I so, like the skeleton. But, so, like, what is a better way of tackling the idea that... Because I do think the idea that superheroes give people hope is different than is not the same as addressing like superheroes make us weak because basically what it's saying is it's like we're too reliant on the on on specific people instead of like doing things ourselves yeah so shit wow i didn't realize this actually was bugging me until now or maybe it wasn't i don't know so in the the hypothetical the scenario of like the population Coming together for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't do it for you. Well, it's a bit of a cliche, but I also think like normal people banding together. You know what I'm saying? It's like that isn't about us being reliant on people. Uh, how do I, how do I explain well, this? Like Evelyn's kind of implying that without super or um, that people are weak and. Um, well, maybe it does go against it because she's like, with superheroes, that makes us weak. So she's implying that the absence of us makes us stronger. Right. It's like we like we don't we shouldn't be relying on capes to come in and save us. Yeah. Um. OK. Like or maybe there's this big fucking heavy thing. That even Mr. Incredible can't push or lift. And then he's like, I can't do it. And then, and then just everybody like, comes like the whole population comes like, let's do it together. Mm. And then Mr. Incredible. Like, okay. Don't let's touch ju- it. I just want to try to not do that. Everybody no. helps them. <laughs> just for the sake of like, it's such an easy out. And it's like been done so many times yeah. in superhero movies. You know what I mean? I like just like, what is another way? Like, even if it's like, like, I think it, 
it could relate to the the random superheroes like Void and the dude who throws up and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck. You mess with Mister Incredible. You mess with all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put a pit in this? Yeah. Right, okay. How yeah. much time do we got left? I think we're doing okay still. We got like thirty ish minutes. Okay. We're gonna put a. <laughs> I know. We're gonna put a pin in that, and I want to talk about a Mr. Incredible for a little bit. Okay. Just because I feel like if we can figure that out, maybe it can like get our get our gears turning about other stuff. Cause I, I just don't want to do everybody helps. That's yeah. slow. It's been done to death. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the ultimate climax of the first Incredibles is the family finally understands each other and they all work together, which is like so much more interesting because it's like you know. It's like a re- it's a fam- regular family dispute, but it's with superheroes. You know what I mean? And this one's like the whole family. No, 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 no. no. Fuck that. All right, all right, all right. Okay, let's talk about Mr. Incredible. Okay. Just to change things up. So Mr. Incredible, I, I, I think he needs a connection with how he relates to his kids with his jealousy that Elastigirl gets to go out and be the superhero. I might you know what be... I mean? um... I might be misinterpreting this, but it feels like that these both these movies, his family feels uh, or is kind of like an anchor to him because um, mm. he's like it's very difficult for him to manage all these household chores, mm-hmm. uh, um, and they're always pawning off Jack Jack, um, <laughs> which is like damn, everyone hates his baby. I don't think that's what you're supposed to take for that. Well, okay, like in the sense, <laughs> if I can. Put this all in a nutshell. Yeah. It's like, get Jack-Jack a baby carrier. Where they're, like, <laughs> they're wearing him. So it's like, point being, the family can be very much in uh, synergize. Synergize? Um, just, what's the word I'm thinking about? In, in Synergize with Mr. Incredible. So it's no longer an anchor. Hmm. He realizes that it, they can help him or well, makes him stronger, which they kind of already did in the first one. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily that they were an anchor for him. It's just that he just didn't like his life. You know, he did, he yeah. hated his insurance job and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily about his family. It was more of just like he couldn't find satisfaction doing just being a normal guy you know yeah. he he wanted to be special yeah type of thing so i don't necessarily know if it's necessary i don't think it's the idea is that his family is dragging him down because again i think it like in this movie yeah. he wants to be the special one he wants to do what elastigirl is doing but she's the one that gets to do it you yeah. know what i mean so it's not necessarily that he resents his family he just wants to be the one out there doing it i i just had an idea okay what if like his kind of um arc mm-hmm. is that he learns uh through uh, trial of fire how to be like a dad mm-hmm. do all these chores and then at the end um with this new generation of supers coming out he actually becomes like a mentor slash like teacher and so oh. he's able to apply those uh skills that's that he great learns. he's like oh I know how to be a dad now I can be a dad uh, okay slash mentor. I actually kind of like that yeah. it all right, so there's there's some that something that happens a lot when you're writing, and you're writing your hero, 
mm-hmm. or like a character that's supposed to be good, it can sometimes be hard to give them flaws because you're like, yeah. they're a good person. They wouldn't do this. Yeah. So what if we, so in that vein of like giving characters flaws, what if we kind of make Mr. Incredible like, like an authoritarian type of dad? Like yeah. he's not necessarily trying to really understand his kids. He's just like, you do this, you do your homework, bet, you know, and like, that's all there is to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that way it's like, that doesn't work. And his kids start rebelling against him. And then he sort through that of like, this isn't working. Yeah. He can then take that of like understanding and meeting people and yeah. like sort of checking his own ego and his own ideas. And then take that to helping out the other supers. Like you were saying. Yeah. I like that. That's that works. Nice. I think so. We just need sort of need to figure out. Hmm, what's the best way of doing this? So Jack Jack. I want all the stuff with Jack Jack is golden. The 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 stuff with I don't. <laughs> you made another face, <laughs> bro. That fight with Jack Jack versus the raccoon that is probably the best scene in the whole movie. Yeah, I that, that love that, that stuff. So. Hmm. Oh, there, this is something else, something else that came to me. I, I kind of feel like Edna's role in the movie was kind of shoehorned in. Yeah. Of like, of like, we like Edna, so she needs to do something, but they didn't really have an idea of what she yeah. could do. I thought about maybe having Edna be like more, just like straight up, completely tied in with Elastigirl's story. Mm. Um, let's let's get back to that. Yeah. Uh, so, Mister Incredible. Jack Jack is getting powers. Mr. Incredible doesn't know how to deal with it. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think, like, what is the thing? How does he act before? And then what is what changes his mind? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what what is he like? So they're talking about, like, Dash is having trouble with homework and Violet is having boy troubles. So... What exactly, you know, basically he just needs to be able, he needs to handle those situations poorly. Um, maybe we just go full on with the math is math thing where he's just literally like, nope, I don't care what your teacher says. You're going to learn it the right yeah. way, the good old fashioned American way. Yeah. That's how you're going to learn math. Yeah. Um, is that dumb? No, I don't think that's, I don't think that's dumb. Or maybe we I, just need I, to change what Dash's problem is. Maybe math is not like. I, I feel like that's. What about this? Mm-hmm. Like things are kind of crumbling and crumbling worse and worse. Like mm-hmm. Dash's grades are falling. Um, Violet's becoming more reclusive and yeah. Jack Jack's being neglected. And um, Neglected? Damn. All yeah, right. Go ahead. Like, Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and he doesn't want to call uh, Helen. Mm-hmm. So maybe um, Edna is kind of like the mediator where – acts as like kind of pseudo therapist and he's like she kind of does that now but it's just real quick yeah it's just like it just she just sort of gets in and out um i want to put edna aside for a second for just for a little bit yeah um so i don't know like what is the, the i mean i'm not a dad so like if 
if a, if a dad if a, if, if a typical typical dad who doesn't know how to like deal with kids is like oh the, the this boy likes to hit me up you know because like his solution it it doesn't work but his solution is like oh let's go to his family diner and then you can try to chat him up there type of thing you know what i mean which it doesn't work but i feel like is like actually kind of sort of a sly move you know what i mean like it doesn't work but when i when when it's when i when i saw that i was like oh okay that's, yeah i maybe not a terrible idea i don't know to go to the diner that was the worst thing yeah ever. well i don't know like i just feel like a bad dad in that situation would just be like well you know that's what happens kiddo and then just like not give a shit you know what i mean versus like at least he's like oh something shitty happened to you and you like this guy so maybe let's like Maybe we can do. We can figure out another way for you guys, you crazy kids, to meet. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? That was like the worst thing. Ever. All right, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'm gonna throw something else on the wall. Well, okay, like, go ahead. See if this is stupid. Mm-hmm. What if they brought syndrome back somehow to kind of um, into hmm. this? Uh, how would he factor in potentially? Like, I know he got sucked into a, a jet. Mm-hmm. Maybe he somehow survived. Right. But, like, um, what I'm trying to get at is in the last movie, Syndrome and Mr. Incredible, their fight was really explosive and outdoor and external. But now, since um, Mr. Incredible is now kind of faced with the grounded conflict yeah. of the inside home, then it might be a funny... I don't know, reversal if syndrome is somehow brought in and that's, they're able to, um, Hmm. some, something happens. Um, not a serious suggestion. I'm wondering if somehow, cause to be honest, Mm -hmm. maybe it's just cause I like syndrome. Yeah. Syndrome is a pretty, I mean, I think the reason syndrome is compelling though, is that he is, he is a result of Mr. Incredible's hubris. Yeah. Like, that's what Mr. Incredible is dealing with through all of the first movie is that, like, because, you know, he's like, I'm special. I'm Mr. Incredible. You know, I, I deserve to be out there, like, getting all the attention, all you know, all that kind of stuff. And the result of that attitude is that someone who he dismissed now becomes a problem. You know what I mean? So, all right. You, just, you have, yeah, you yeah, have an I idea. Just, Go for I it. Go for it. Uh, what about, like, maybe Edna is starting to hear about their family uh, squabbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was like, I, I think you need to go see someone. He's like, who you got in mind? And then it like, just cuts to Queens. No, not really. But like, uh, <laughs> okay. no, but basically what I'm trying to say is that, um, the storyline of Mr. Incredible being a bad dad, uh-huh. the way he talks to, uh, by bringing in syndrome, maybe he syndrome's in jail or whatever. And he talks to him, he, uh, Syndrome was the first result of him being a bad fatherly figure because he messed up Syndrome in kind of a similar vein. And so if there, if he's able to learn from how he interacted from Syndrome, it could start to have some sort of a cascade effect um, into uh, his family life. And I feel like I'm a little more... I have a little more footing in, in, after um, instead of just like wanting to bring syndrome back. Yeah. It like makes it makes more some sense. sense to me that he's starting to fix the troubles, make amends hmm. of his own actions. Right. 
And then they come together. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I get what you're saying, but yeah. I kind of... I kind of want that kind of stuff, but without syndrome. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Like, this is more of just, maybe this is more of just a personal preference thing, but like when franchises, franchises seem to do this a lot, of, um, especially trilogies, where it's like first movie, second movie, and then third movie is like, oh, but all of the problems from the very first movie are coming back to haunt us now type of thing. That sounds great. No, I don't like that. Personally, <laughs> that I don't like that. Great. I especially don't like it when the second movie is like, all right, and now we're doing our own thing. Yeah. Like, this is a separate problem that we need, now need to deal with. But then, then the third one is like, oh, and now the mistakes from the first movie are coming. You know? Palpatine the, is still alive. Palpatine is still alive. <laughs> Fucking, what's the, in in the, the Dark Knight series, like, oh, guess what? Ra's al Ghul and oh, League of the Shadows yeah, are yeah. back. Oh, it's like, oh, where were they when the fucking Joker and all the, mm. All right. That, okay, I'm willing to admit that that might be personal preference, but I'd rather try to find a way to make it work without Syndrome. Yeah. Um, but the idea is there. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh. Ooh, okay. How about this? You mm-hmm. were talking about secret identities before. Yeah. All right. So, Violet accidentally exposes herself to the dude, mm-hmm. and uh, then he gets mind wiped. And then what if Violet's response, like you can have all the small moments of like Mr. Incredible not wanting to learn the math and he's like not dealing with the baby properly. He's just like trying to like keep it contained instead of trying to understand him. But then maybe Violet's big thing is that Violet is like, you know what? I'm just going to tell him the deal. Like you, we wiped his mind, but I'm just going to tell him that I have superpowers and I'm going to tell him my dad's Mr. Incredible and all this kind of stuff. And so Mr. Incredible is like, well, you're not doing that. You're just not allowed to see him. Like, just, n- you know what I mean? Like, teenage daughter on lockdown type thing. And then he kills her. No. No, he doesn't kill her. What the <laughs> fuck? No. I, you know, come on. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like that thing in all those romance movies where it's like, you can't stop our love, dad. Yeah, but yeah. then it's like relating to like superhero shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think that's pr- at least, you know, semi-interesting. And then his you know his change is that he realizes like i can't just like i can't control my daughter's life i can't Mm. like let you know i have to let her choose her own life yeah you know and that means you know we have to figure out a solution for this kid we can't just say all right well we're done you you know yeah his mind's wiped so now you don't have anything to do with him anymore you know what i mean yeah i can get behind that okay that makes thank you that, that makes sense like i can imagine Fucking giving me sass if i can imagine like uh if you know the plot points are if it were like family squabbles mm-hmm. and then edna and mm-hmm. then syndrome and then he becomes a mentor i'm like well that's kind of a lot right right yeah, yeah. so yeah if we keep it if we keep it within the family so to speak mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah that, that can make sense okay okay all right i think yeah. we we don't have a lot of time we got less than 15 minutes so we won't get the details of Mr. Incredible's story down, but the bones are there. The yeah. general curvature of his arc. The scoliosis. Right. Thing. And then the culmination of all of that is at the end with the boat. I don't want to try to figure out a different thing for the boat because we don't have time. But at the boat, he ends up taking what he learned about how he needs to learn to relate and come to the level of his kids. Yeah. And he is able to put that to use in leading... Uh, 
the the C list heroes. Yeah, which part of that can also be part of him checking his ego. Well, like because yeah. like I wanted to like that sort of his attitude towards his kids. I think needs to be related to his jealousy of his wife. Yeah, getting to have all the fun and glory. So then part of him leading the other heroes is checking his glory. It's like, I can't do this by myself. So it's not just me that's going to save the day. Everybody's going to save the day. Yeah. And it's everybody, but not random Joe Schmo on the street. It's <laughs> so every, everybody is, who matters. That, sound like? yeah. that sounds like they're coming together. Listen, listen. They're coming together, but they all have powers at least. <laughs> Come on. All right. Okay. I like that. Okay. So then going back to Mrs. Incredible. I just fucking did it again. Holy shit. It's just so wow. simple in my head. What year is Elastigirl. it? Elastigirl. Fuck. All right. Don't come at me, bro. All right. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through this shit. Um, Elastigirl. 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 So Elastigirl needs to... Can we say like her... Can we say her seeing Mr. Incredible like figure it out with his kids somehow gives her the answer to... Evelyn's question, so to speak, of superheroes make us weak. Mm. You know what I mean? Hmm. So again, if superheroes make us weak, what is what is Elastigirl arguing? You know, she's like, no, superheroes are good because what? Well, let's tweak it. Okay. Um, what if Evelyn, instead of humans are weak with superheroes, like superheroes are an illusion? Maybe that's not better. But like, yeah, where are you going with that? Like, uh, you know, she was talking about how her parents died because they believe so much in superheroes Mm -hmm. when it's a fantasy. Um, And then so if the if Elastigirl shows Evelyn like how strong her family is and how they're starting to have a community of superheroes, like doesn't look like an illusion to me. And Mm. then they come together. Oh, you're saying tweaking what Evelyn's problem with superheroes? Yeah. I don't know. I I do like what Evelyn's going for. Yeah. I just find it interesting. You know, I don't. I mean, like what she's already saying. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I, the whole idea of superheroes make us weak. I find that I find that idea interesting, and oh, okay. I find the idea of trying to answer that interesting. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Mm. Um, if we can't figure it out, then yeah, that, I'm totally fine with that. Um. Okay, let's let's break it down a little bit. Her dad loves superheroes. Some people break into his house. He tries to call his superhero friends instead of going mm-hmm. to his safe room. So Apparently, a, he doesn't read a newspaper. Right. Yeah, I don't so know. No. <laughs> I, I don't know what that. Like, I know. I guess he just thought, like, dude, we have a phone. Like, we're pr- obviously, like, he's going to break the law for me. He's going to yeah. show up even though it's illegal. Um... Maybe I don't know. Is this is this too, a, does this bother you? Am I putting too much important on important importance on this? No, no. Um, I don't know. It's weird because it's, it's basically like, Elastigirl. Elastigirl I, stops Evelyn because she does. You know what I mean? And even uh, Evelyn says it at the end, like just because you saved me doesn't make make you right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, makes her alive though. Right, that's what she says. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Were you quoting? Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I kind of ruined your, your thing. My bad. All right, all right. Um. So, I guess my point is like, what is? 
Elastigirl stops the boat and saves stops Evelyn, saves her, all that. Almost out of hand, it seems like. It's like, because that's what she does. She's a superhero. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Would it be, how about, oh, what about, um, this might be too, like, hackneyed or whatever, if mm-hmm. that's the right word. Like, mm-hmm. what if one of her mind control uh, superheroes, um, she loses control of it, and uh, that mind control superhero starts to attack her, mm-hmm. and Elastigirl actually comes and saves Evelyn. So it's kind of like bringing back how... What happened to her dad? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it doesn't have to be those details, but yeah, basically... yeah, I got what you're saying. Well, I don't always like it when. Then again, I guess she already did say her in the movie. Right, right. I guess. Hmm. What's the best way of putting this? What if it was something like? What if it was something like? Evelyn is like not seeing superheroes as people. You know what I mean? She's superhero racist? In a... Okay. Let me just... Just play with this idea for a minute. It's a little bit weird, but what if... I don't don't know. Other superhero stuff I've seen, like, one thing I've seen is, like, in other superhero stories is just, like, someone's like, oh, you're a superhero. You you know, you rescue a cat from a tree, but you don't actually change anything. Yeah. And the superhero... And the superhero is basically, like... If I see someone's in trouble, I help them. You know, I just have powers. Yeah. So that's how I help them. But it's, you know, it's just like, it's just like, I see uh, someone in trouble. I want to help them. So maybe it's something along those lines. Yeah. Of like, Evelyn is like superheroes, you know, you make people soft. You want like people just wait, expecting you to help them. And, and Alaska basically just says like, maybe her basic point is that it doesn't matter in the sense of like I'm just a person mm. and I just have to do what I think is right and that just happens to have be saving people with my powers. Is that kind of weak? Oh, what right. about you kinda it looks like you figured it out? What, uh like with Evelyn kind of saying uh uh superheroes are uh superheroes make us weak to put so much faith in them is misplaced mm-hmm. or their mm-hmm. illusion blah blah and she she sees them as subpar which is a pun because their last name is par no oh, nice <laughs> um, what if privately uh-huh. uh girl reveals her identity to uh evelyn saying like this is who i am hmm. i'm fighting for my family this i'm i'm a real person Okay. Oh, I okay. I think I see what you're going for. Yeah. That makes that that could work. Yeah, like uh, Evelyn in the plane ride in the movie says like, "Hey, if it wasn't if you weren't you, I wasn't me. We'd be really good friends." And that kind of does hints that she views her like l- less than. Mm-hmm. So it's so more she, more of Elastigirl appealing to like the more human side of Evelyn. Yeah. To try to solve. Okay. It's like we're. I'm not just a mask. I'm. I'm a Helen. <laughs> I'm a Helen. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think we're almost running out of time, but I. I, I buy that. I think yeah. we'd need to work on it a little bit yeah. for it to make sense with the context of everything that's going on. Yeah. But that makes a. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Something along those lines. Um. But basically, you know, which but what she's basically saying is that it's like we're not here trying to get people to rely on us. Yeah. We're just people that want to help other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, maybe she's like, we're like firefighters, but I can stretch it. I don't know. Something, something stupid <laughs> like that. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's something like a yoga instructor would say. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. All right, whatever. Um, and then they come together. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe it would have helped if we could figure out a reason why Winston likes superheroes. You know what I mean? Besides his, besides the fact that his dad liked liked them. You know what? I, you know. I would. Maybe if we got a little answer about that. I think the thing I would ha- my notes about Winston mm-hmm. would just like I love Bob Odenkirk, but just to change his acting style because it's like the character came off as shallow because it was as a vehicle to kind of trick the audience. Right, I think. right. Yeah, as like, a misdirect. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, a misdirect. And then he was like, "Oh, it's he's not a misdirect. He's actually is just shallow." And wait, what? What do you yeah, mean? <laughs> like the way, like he's acting. It, um, it's how do I articulate this? It's basically, uh, it's to me, it's felt like one note, like, hey, I love superheroes, and superheroes are great. You're like, oh no, he's a bad guy, mm-hmm. uh, but he's actually exactly who he is. You're like, oh, mm. he well, just I like that. So maybe if he. I think the idea is because he he jumps out of the plane that she's trying to fly escape in, and he yeah. goes and saves all the diplomats. Yeah. So I think that's supposed to be like his redemptive arc of like he's he seems like just a shallow like fanboy, yeah. but you know he's actually as someone who like wants to do something good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think the whole yeah. thing about him going back and saving all of the diplomats in in the hypnotized room is supposed to be that. For the most part, I like Winston. Yeah. I, I just, maybe if they just didn't try so hard to make him seem like a misdirect. Or right. they didn't try so hard for him to be a misdirect. Like, just make mm-hmm. him try to be charismatic, blah, blah. Just Oh, you which, just don't? Okay. It's my just opinion, but uh, mm. yeah. Well, I don't, we don't have time to like talk about why you would want to misdirect someone like that. Now let's talk about the raccoon. Okay. raccoon's awesome i love the raccoon i want the raccoon to be in the final scene and he's like at the trash looking at all the fire trucks and then jack jack's like all right let's do round two bit yeah. um we got two minutes left is there anything i mean we didn't like get to get too concrete about the actual specifics of all this character shit but is there anything i guess edna would be the last thing for me that i would want to touch on is there anything you want to talk about instead mm, no not really no. Um, Other than that, you're happy with the movie? Uh, far from it. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I feel like just uh, some more concrete character art for character arcs. Yeah. For Elastigirl and Mister Incredible, I feel like would help connect all of the sort of ephemeris, eph- ephemeral, ephemeral, or nebulous. Ne- yeah, I think I got those two words put together by accident. All the nebulous like philosophy talk, I think, would be a little oh, bit more yeah, would yeah. be a little bit more grounded if the two of them had more solid character arcs. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I feel like that's my biggest deal with the movie. So other than that, I like the movie. You know what I mean? Oh, and even you, then, I don't think this is a bad movie. I think I already said that. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, they're Helen and Evelyn's talk at the mixer. Maybe it shouldn't be about consumerism, mm. but maybe about like. Uh, policy and voting in the sense of like what the people believe and what they vote mm. 
Okay. Because that's like kind of the issue at large. Yeah, not like, that's true. That's yeah. true. Oh, I see what you're... Okay. I got, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, But I guess it would just be more of like... Because she's talking about her role of like not being the boss, quote unquote. Yeah. I, I don't know. I To a certain extent, I think this movie does it pretty well, but it definitely was like that scene to me was more of like them talking, like getting their two cents in about gender politics, basically. Yeah. Um, which isn't bad necessarily. And I've seen other TV shows, movies, whatever, do it way more clumsily. Yeah. But. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Changes so what they're debating is more related to what the actual situation they're in is. Yeah. That's a fair point. All right. We're out of time. Uh, The only other thing, I just feel like Edna should have a more important role. I feel like her role made more sense in the first movie. Um, Bring back Syndrome. Release the Syndrome. Yeah. Syndrome cut. Wow. (laughs) Bro, we making memes up in here. All right. Um... I think we're good to go. I want to use the bathroom, so I, wait, dibs. No. What, <laughs> bro? Don't don't. I've been drinking some weird ass tea. I need to get in there. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we're good. I yeah. think we did a pretty good job. Yeah. I honestly, this is like a movie that I feel like is pretty good, no matter what. It's just like a couple little tweaks. You don't like it, so um, I think we both got what we wanted out of this, yeah. and I think we're both. I think we can both say we're pretty satisfied. Yeah, that was great. All right. All right. Sweet. Well, everybody, if you're listening, thank you so much. Uh, be sure to check out all our episodes. Give us a follow and all that. Um, I've never said that. Should I? Yeah, well, fuck it. Um, uh, what else? What's another good episode that we've done that we could? Oh, recommend? the um, Grindenwald. Oh yeah, Wait, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's out. That was a fun nice. one. That, that was, was a great one. I think we, yeah, 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 yeah. Check out our Harry Potter yeah. Fantastic Beasts that, episode. That was that a fun one, one. And then Red Dead. Too. You like, okay. That All was, right. That was a good one. All right. Uh, and then let us know if you have any suggestions about what we should do next. Um, we have a couple things on the docket, but, you know, never hurts to have new ideas. So uh, thanks, for every, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, stay safe. Hey. See you later. All right. Peace out, y'all.